0: under
1: center podcast but well, let's move on to the meat and bones of today's show and that is looking at the south of the country that is the afc and nfc south we're going to start with the nfc south and we're going to start with last year's champions that of course is the tennessee titans uh an interesting year from them this year they of course lost A.J. Brown in that trade on draft night to the Philadelphia Eagles. They brought in Traylon Burks to take his place, which is going to be interesting. Uh, Of course, they brought in Malik uh, Willis as well, which they hope, I'm sure, will take over from Ryan Tannehill in a year or two. The Julio Jones experiment unfortunately did not work out last year for the team. He spent a lot of the time out injured. Uh, Bringing in Robert Woods, though, I think is a very underrated signing by the team. I think he's going to be really good. He spent last year on the injury this as well with his um, ACL injury. So hopefully he can come back. Um, and I think it's going to be important for the development of Burks too, that he has someone experienced like Woods there beside him. So that it doesn't feel like it's all... Of course, on him. Um, from what I'm seeing, reports uh, in reports that their 2021 first round pick, Caleb has had a really, really good off season too. He came into the team with injury issues from college, especially with his back. Um, so there's a bit of changes for Coach Vrabel around the team, but I'm sure he's not going to allow the sort of the the level of quality to sort of dip. One player we haven't mentioned as well that you have to mention when you talk to the Tennessee Titans is Derrick Henry. And he, of course, he spent some of the time injured last season. He came back. I felt he was rushed back. He didn't look fit. And I think that also coincided with them making an early exit in the playoffs. Um, So it's an interesting one um, with the Tennessee Titans this year. They sort of, for me, they have been sort of on a level. They they haven't gone up. They haven't gone down. But the problem is so many other teams in the AFC have gone up with these big moves that they're making, especially in the West that we talked about um, already. And I don't know if what they have done is going to be enough to, A, keep the number one seed that they had last year, and B, maybe make a decent run in the playoffs. But, Jake, I'm going to start with you uh, on this one. Uh, What do you feel about the uh, Tennessee Titans?
0: Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like the Tennessee Titans. I don't like Ryan Dannahill most of all. The rest of the team is actually fine. Mike Vrabel I like as well, but uh, I th- I think the hamstring they have is is Ryan Dannahill, and he's okay because he- he's got Derrick Henry, and that means the whole offense is al- almost gonna run smooth as smooth as anything. So, um yeah, I think they're gonna be fine. As you said, there, Dar- I don't think they took a step up, but they certainly haven't really taken a step back either. So. Um, the Traylon Burks thing, I thought that was quite an interesting one, like a, a mini AJ Brown, a rookie version of him, but perhaps maybe not so injured as AJ Brown has been. So maybe that was the thought process, not paying a, a, an older wide receiver a lot of money to be injured. Um, so yeah, no, I like that draft pick. I think, uh, but am, I, am I hearing him kind of struggling with the, the athletics part of it in the NFL? preseason and stuff and training camp or is that just my imagining that but anyway and the Robert Woods one I think is a good one as well there because yeah as you said it's going to help Traylon Burks kind of negotiate navigate into the NFL world and um, bring him up to speed so if he can stay healthy that team's going to be a lot better than I think but um yeah I'm not a huge fan of them to be honest. Rean, what do
2: you think about the Titans this year? Well look, I think they're probably the only position that they've downgraded at is wide receiver. And that's with a big asterisk because of the health issues that both Julio Jones and AJ Brown have seen in the past. Now, Robert Woods is not without his uh his injury issues himself throughout his career, but at the same time, we don't need to talk about the wide receivers when we're talking about the Tennessee Titans. It's the Derrick Henry show start to finish. Um, and I think that's what's going to do it for them again. I think they're going to probably win this division, uh, in my opinion. And um, yeah, they'll they'll be on the back of Henry doing that the whole time. I think their draft pick in Malik Willis was absolutely phenomenal because it's going to add a whole different um, a whole different dimension to that offense uh, once Tannehill does move on. Tannehill is not the most mobile guy. Uh, he plays a lot off the play action, but now you're you're adding in kind of this element of now we need to watch out for an extra runner in the backfield with uh, Malik Willis. So, yeah, I, I like that draft pick. I think it's one for the future. Uh, so if they can go ahead and uh, kind of make the playoffs this season, I think they're in a very good position for next season to kind of go, in, go on and get that number one seed back again and maybe, just maybe make a run at the Super Bowl. Yeah.
1: And I like what you say there about about Willis and sort of the extra runner option, which is something they could potentially do this year as well, because you have those, you know, third and short situations, maybe a fourth and one or something like that. You have Willis and, you know, Derek Henry in the backfield. The read option is going to confuse a lot of defences as well that um, I think could help them this uh, season but then let's move on to the indianapolis colts uh jake i'm gonna let you go first on this one tell me what you're thinking about the colts
0: this year yeah no i like the colts i think getting rid of carson wentz is kind of i don't know it they said there was a lot of locker room problems or something going on obviously he just wasn't liked in that uh by the coaches there um certainly i don't know if it's an upgrade to say you're adding um Matt Ryan to that team, but he's Matt Ryan. He's not going to be a bad quarterback as such. They still have a pretty decent offense, and um, yeah, I'm happy with them. I still I don't think they're Super Bowl bound. I think if they get a playoff, it might be in an any given Sunday type job, but um, overall, I think they're okay. They, I don't know. There's just They're the Colts, and they've always been the Colts to me.
1: Reen, I'll go to you on this one next. Uh, the Colts, how are you feeling about them this year?
2: Yeah, as Jake alluded to, my... My own opinion is probably a little bit different to his. It's kind of a bit of a head scratcher for me. Um, you know, you have Wentz, who is at least an athlete, uh, playing a quarterback there. You decide to trash him on the way out the door. And then you go ahead and bring in Matty Ice, who is aging. Uh, Admittedly, he's still not too bad of a quarterback, but he is just a guy. He's not going to be the guy to win the game for you. Uh, I think the Indianapolis Colts are built... On such a a foundational backbone, you know, they're strong throughout that whole team, offense and defense, and now they're just being hampered by that quarterback position. If they could have gone out in that quarterback carousel over the last couple of years and got themselves somebody really good, like, say, uh, a Matthew Stafford or a Russell Wilson, I think they'd be in Super Bowl contention. But with Matty Ice under center, I'm not sure if they're going to win the division. They'll probably make it to the playoffs, but I'd say they're probably going to be a one-and-done because when it gets to that top level, it really relies on the quarterback play uh, from the offensive side. I think they're just hoping
0: on running on the back of Jonathan Taylor and, and having a, a good offensive line and, and having Matt that are Matt Ryan to kind of game manage that offense, give them the little dink and dunks, let the running back do the job and then kind of run it into that way. But is it going to be successful? I, I, not in the long term, I don't think they probably have them wins here or there, but I don't think they're going to get there on a sustained success. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I know what you mean. And like you guys have, uh, you know, covered a lot of areas that I was going to bring up. Obviously, notably the the quarterback. The, you know they they haven't really ever gotten over the fact that Andrew Luck retired on them so prematurely. You know the these you know filling quarterbacks here and there from Brissett to Rivers to Wentz to now to, to Matt Ryan. It's 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 a strange one, and um, I kind of fear for them a little bit this year. Um, I think that. They haven't really made a lot of improvements to that team that's needed, especially on offense. I, for one, was very critical last year of their wide receiving group. Um, and they lost probably their best wide receiver in T.Y. Hilton. Now they have got M- Michael Pittman has shown, um, glimpses and has improved year on year so they're probably hoping for a breakout year for him this year they drafted a young wide receiver alex pierce as well so they're probably hoping for something with that too but again you know i just i'm not overly impressed in when the wide receiver group like you mentioned jake they'll probably rely a lot on jonathan taylor and but he can only do so much if they're you know, behind a bit in games, they can't keep relying on the run because teams will just, you know, uh, fill that box and, you know, hopefully um, force Ryan into making a mistake, which he has got in him. He's shown his age the last two years, especially in, in Atlanta. And maybe that's because he's had to take so much on his shoulders in there. Like you're saying, he won't be relied on hopefully as much now so that he can sort of just have those uh, important throws that he doesn't have to be throwing a 40 50 times a game he could take it down to 30 35 something like that i'm sure it would be ideal on the defense side of things it's interesting because their are big off season two of their big two of their biggest offseason moves are on the defense first of all the trade for Yannick Gokwe and which him on the line with the Forest Buckner and coming into a second year of quiddy pay as well is going to be very very good. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Um, they've also brought in Stephen Gilmore after his, you could say, you know, I, I probably, uh, Rain, you probably would know better, but he didn't really pull up any trees in Carolina with the Panthers after making that big move. Um, so he's going to try and resurrect um the form that he showed when he was at New England, when he won Defensive Player of the Year in 2019, and now with the Colts playing up, so Kenny Moore. But the the defense is interesting. Like I said, the offense I, I kind of worry for a little bit. But you know, like I said, I think I think if there's any team that's going to drop off, and I think it could be the Colts. I think um that I worry for them this year, especially. Before we move on, does anyone else have anything else to say about
0: uh, the Colts? A fair play to the Atlanta Falcons for listening to me and blowing up that team. Like I said, they must have watched the show when I said that. But so, um, yeah, you know, always uh, give me a jersey or something, a few tickets, I'll, I'll gladly accept.
2: Well, there's ways to blow up a team, and I don't think they blew it up properly. But yeah, no, they, they didn't. end they ended up they drafted up, so.
0: Kyle Pitts last year for some strange reason. But yeah, no, I agree with you.
1: Oh, we will get on to the Falcons in a little bit for sure. And we can have a little more in-depth look on that. But um, let's move on to the third team in this division, uh, the Houston Texans. And uh, Rain, I'm going to let you go first on this one. Um, How are you feeling about
2: the Houston Texans this year? If I'm a Houston Texans fan, I'm not feeling mm-hmm. too good about them. Um, That whole organization has been a shit show from... for for a few years now. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember the QB's name. Uh, Davis Davis. Mills. He didn't show enough to me last year to be a starting quarterback in the league. So I don't know how the Texans have gone ahead and decided to give him one more year. Like, sure, he's grand, but he is backup quality at best. Uh, Couple all that with the whole Deshaun Watson nonsense that went on last year. Uh, They haven't really added any major names to that offense, uh, to the best of my knowledge. So they're going to really struggle on offense again. I think they're going to really struggle on defense. It's going to be a race to the bottom for them and the Jaguars in that division. Are you talking about Deshaun Watson Texans' safety?
0: He was playing safety in their practice games last season. If you didn't know that, that's uh, stupid. The whole carry-on of Deshaun Watson on that team was just ridiculous. The whole carry-on of that whole saga is ridiculous, but especially him refusing to play, but also playing uh, practice squad safety or whatever he was at the time. But at Davis Mills, I'm, I am completely agree with you, rain. but I think there's one reason and one reason only they're sticking, sticking to Davis Mills, and it is that race to the bottom. So... Uh, as far as I know, they just added a whole load of kind of depth signings, they're free agents, that are kind of two, three-year deals and probably on the back end of their careers anyway. So it's just about riding through this year, I think, and then getting them top quality draft pick next year and uh, getting a quarterback and moving on from that. That's what I think they're just looking at next year and that's it. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like the Texans are a bit of a sleeper team for me this year. What the fuck is wrong yeah. with you? Yeah.
2: No, not sleep. <laughs> no, no. Hold, hold on. Put hold it, on. a number on it, Dara. Hold put on. a number on it. Hold Ten on. wins? Hang out. Can Ten I tell wins? you? What, what is it? The, Wait, the, 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 I'm going to tell you the over-under. Thursday the
1: first of September 2022, right? I'll, um, I'll tell you the
0: over-under, or do you want to guess okay. it? Uh,
1: the over-under, I'm guessing, is what, five and a half? Okay, I think nine, I looked
0: nine, this three, up. Three. I think it's four and a half. Four and a half. Because that's a, like, if you're, you could just go over on that one. That seems like an easy win for you there. <laughs> well, no,
1: I, I th- look, the reason why I, I'm calling them a sleeper team for me this year. Um, Now, not that they're going to make the playoffs or anything like that. I think they'll beat their over. And I think they're going to surprise a lot of teams this year. I am not as down on Davis Mills as you guys are. I I've seen potential in him. I've seen some mm-hmm. decent games from him. Um, I did the, the organization itself, you know, the less said about the inner workings of that organization, the better. Um, The fact, the way they, they got rid of David Cully and it's was disgusting as well. Um, but now it's Lovey Smith there. So you just, they're going to have to give him his backing. Um, You know, they got some interesting pieces <laughs> that, you know, Brandon Cooks is still a really, really good wide receiver. The, you know, Nico Collins showed flashes last year of how good he can be. And coming into this year again, he can probably show it. You know, Damian Pierce, the the rookie running back who's named Orby One, he is going to be really good in this offense as well. Their downfall will be their defense. Why they lose most games this year will be their defense. But I don't think it's going to be the offense. And I think there's aspects also, of
0: Mike uh, Davis Mills out. Sorry? Also Davis Mills. That's the other reason.
1: I don't think so. I
0: don't think so.
1: I just don't think he's got sustained
0: success in him. Like
1: he's just not going to be able to do that. He he may not. He may not. But I think that he might do good enough this year where team he'll be one of those guys like a like a tie rod where teams are going to take punts on him saying he can be our starter, and then they'll realize after maybe a season and a half a season, like, okay, we were wrong, but he's got something, but he hasn't got what we need right now. I'll um, tell you if
0: he starts to win games, the Texans are benching him for whoever is currently backing him up.
1: <laughs> Possibly, I don't know who's back. I think I can't I'll remember. Tell you they now. they have so many um, roster moves uh, this off that I couldn't tell you. I, I want s- I was going to say Nick Foles, but no, he's he's backing up Matty Ryan. So, mm. who's the dynamic up? duo. I know, right? Two old men in that. I in that
0: see. Kyle Allen and Jeff Driscoll currently
1: Kyle Allen, might not Jeff be up okay So, Washington Commanders and Carolina Panthers legend Kyle Allen is backing him up there. <sighs> so, uh, we'll see. But no, look, I that's what I, I they're not going to like win the division, they're not going to do anything crazy like that. But if it's four, what did you find out the win? total was a four, four and a and half. half? It was four and a half, yeah, four and a half. I think they can get over that four and a half. So, I just Hammer it, hammer it there.
0: Oh, You're I think you can put a thousand euro on that if you want <laughs> Jay, do you think I even have a thousand euro? On that sweet podcast money now, there.
2: <laughs> I know I, I, I really any think more we hosts to now, to... That
0: it goes out evenly. I can't be losing. It.
2: <laughs> I really think that we need to discuss the coaching involved in the Houston Texans at the moment. I mean Lovey Smith. Wasn't he around that organization, went off for a little bit of a hiatus in college, had a couple of losing seasons, and then came back as the offensive coordinator and now as the head coach? That, to me, is daft. How do you you bring back a guy who fails in a college environment I feel like to be your head coach eventually. It's all it's all about riding to next year. They just need a, a head coach. They
0: need a, to. A, they need to roster fifty-one guys to get onto that field. Then they're just gonna <laughs> blow it all up next year. New head coach, new offense quarter, quarter uh, coordinator, and quarterback, and everything. The whole team's gonna be a whole different face next year.
2: Well, the good news there is there's not a whole lot left to blow up, so it'll be an easy one to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll just see when they hit when it's like week 18 and they get that fifth win i like, can come on to the show then the following week <laughs> with a big smile on my face and, uh, oh, no, do I you remember guys do you remember
0: i just want <laughs> to know derek called them a sleeper and that's not winning five games sleeper sleep i didn't say sleeper for the super bowl just said sleeper team no no we can't say five wins as a sleeper team and that's all we have to say i
1: just think people are underestimating them i think they're actually got some pieces there that are interesting like i think derek stingley is going to be really good in their defense as well
0: yeah no we can agree with that one yeah i can get on that i just don't think that team is going to be a sleeper team (laughs)
1: okay all right we'll move on then to uh, the jacksonville jaguars they were of course the uh worst team in football last year getting the number one pick and to some people's surprise picking trayvon walker with the number one pick instead of adam hutchinson um doug peterson is now in charge of the team after the debacle that was urban meyer and his reign there um Thankfully, he's gone. But I feel the scars of that are going to remain. And by that, I mean Trevor Lawrence. He's lost basically a year in the NFL because of all the stuff that went on with Trevor with Urban Meyer. Um, now, I don't think there's a better coach that you can get in to help build him back up than Doug Peterson because he somehow turned Carson Wentz into an MVP. So he's obviously got some magic piss. Pixie does somewhere there that can, he can sprinkle over Trevor Lawrence to make him a decent quarterback. He spent a lot of money in this offseason as well on free agents. Um, and it's not the first time we've done it. The last time it didn't work. And I feel like this year, I don't think it's going to work either. You These teams that overspend on these free agents rarely do well. And I think that's what we're going to see again with the likes of paying so much money for Darius Williams and Christian Kirk and stuff that, you know, Look, no disrespect to those players, but they're not that level of money. Christian good. Kirk
0: is not a $72 million man is what you're trying exactly.
1: to tell. every Exactly. Like all th- 31 other teams and GMs and owners were probably cursing at the Jaguars when they gave out that contract, considering how much they're going to have to pay their own wide receivers now because Christian Kirk is getting that money. Interesting aspect though now coming into this is James Robinson and Travis Etienne both fit uh, at this moment, obviously, the season hasn't started. Yes, we don't know if they'll stay fit. But, you know, it's interesting what they, they're running back backfield is interesting. I like that. Um, but what do you guys think? I'll start with uh, you, Jake, on this one and then go to you, Fj- or Rian. I was going to say Fion. Oh, God. Uh, Jacksonville
0: Jaguars, how are you feeling? I, I don't, I'm not too down on them. I don't think they're a great team. I don't think they're a sleeper team either, but I'm not too down on them either. I like their backfield. I like the, the James Robinson and Travis Etienne combination. However that works out, I hope they use them quite well together. Um, and although Christian Kirk and stuff are not the, the best wide receivers that we are currently having in the league, and are they certainly overpaid? Yes, but they're still quality wide receivers, and having quality pieces all around. Someone like Trevor Lawrence is only going to help them. So I'm not too down on that offense and and the defense. I'm not. I don't know he, too many of them. I just know Josh Allen's on the team, and I like him as a as a linebacker. So uh, I'm not too down on. No. I don't think they're going to be crazy good or anything, but they're going to be teams that they shouldn't have probably bet at the start of the season. Can you lock them in for not being the number one pick next year? Um yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say they're not not number one next year.
2: i i i tend to agree with you there, Jake. I think there's more upside to this team than there is with the Texans, uh particularly this year. Questionable choice at number one for going for Trayvon Walker, considering the lack of production he had in college last season. Um, but I mean like Look, I heard a lot of people talk about this guy. He's a freak athlete. Yeah. All of the measurables you can possibly measure. throughout The draft process was he's an
0: athletic freak. So I'm hoping that's just not why they picked him.
2: Right. Uh, we have seen athletic freaks in the past go in the first round and totally stink it up. Um, but let's hope that's not the case for Trayvon for his sake. Um, but yeah, I mean, on the offensive side of the ball, I think a lot of people are very quick to hate on uh, Lawrence. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I mean, just look at his career in college. He is one of the best we've seen in the past 10-15 years. So, he obviously has talent. He has the backfield now to back him up. Uh, they've dealt LaVisca Chenault somehow, which is a, an obvious uh, thing they should have done. Um so yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot to be upset about if you're a Jags fan. Uh, obviously it's not going to be Super Bowl bound. You're not going to be playoff bound. But as long as there's improvement this year over last year, I think they have the foundational building blocks to build into a decent franchise. Yeah. And also
1: we should mention too that um you know we are still waiting now as we are recording this or we're recording this on, on Tuesday. Um so just as cut days are there we could be seeing James McCourt Irishman James McCourt being the kicker for the Jacksonville Jaguars as well so we should mention that too and how big would that be to see James McCourt kicking in an NFL game
0: yeah no it's absolutely delighted for a, for a lad from Ireland from our own own land to make an NFL team how rare is that
2: absolutely yeah no great thing for the sport great thing for Ireland great thing for the NFL
1: I Think what was the last one this was, was the seventies or the eighties was the last probably. Irish player to play in the NFL. Um so it'll be absolutely huge and we hope by the time this show goes out that um James is um a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars final fifty three man roster and he will be there when they face who are they facing first this this time. Um let me just have a quick look here. Who are they gonna be facing? I I wanna say Commanders. The, Hmm? the commanders is it the commanders i thought it was yeah and so when they face the commanders that we see james mccord kicking for the jacksonville jaguars